Mrs. Melanie. <laughs> and I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 158 of How, How Married, Married Are, Are you? you? Okay, my name Belief, this is Yvette, and we've been married a 12. lot of years. Live in California, <laughs> got four kids, relationships scary, very necessary, sure I love our struggles. Ask how married, married are you? you? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shoddy. If you're listening, you're in the wedding, wedding party. party. It's okay. You want to put your hands up. You got the questions. We got the answers. It's chocolate baby story yeah. time. Chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby story time. One, two, three, and... We went on a walk this morning. Spring break walk, Yvette. It's like, yo, let's get outside. Let's go. And I wasn't even invited, but I made sure that I came. We're walking. And Uzai is like, my legs are hurting. So I pick him up, put him on my shoulders. We walk about another half a mile. And then I is like, mom, can you pick me up? And she goes, I wish I had a piggyback ride. Yvette goes, when we get over here, I'll give you a piggyback ride. Then she puts Anaya on her back, and then her back starts hurting. And she was like, let's switch, babe. I didn't ask to pick up Anaya. She's too heavy. That girl's getting big, man. But I had to put her body on me, and her armpit stinked. <laughs> <laughs> so... I put oh in that time gosh. that you had earned. You wanted that. I didn't want that. What you got, babe? Yeah, I don't really got nothing. We did go on a family hike this morning. Um, my family, man, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I love y'all so much, but come on. Like, yo, I had to like, they couldn't make it a mile. It was just a mile. It's just a mile. It was it's two miles because it was a mile there and a mile Yeah. Back. But they complained about walking the mile because I was like, okay, well, let's at least walk a mile and then turn around so we could get a good solid two miles. And, and these guys were flipping out. And we even took the shaded path. It wasn't like the sun was beating us down or anything like that. But anyways, on the way back, <laughs> there comes this point where you can go this way or it's like a fork in the road. And me, I like to travel the path that I haven't traveled before. <laughs> so we get on the path. Me and Anaya are leading the bunch. Me, Anaya, and Lily. Then all of a sudden, Theo comes running past us. Theo gets <laughs> ahead of us. And he turns around. And he looks so upset. He <laughs> is so upset. He's like, wait, what does that sign say? <laughs> <laughs> And the sign said, end of trail. And he turned around so mad. You wanted to come down this path. I didn't want to come down this path. We should have just taken the other path. Da, 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 da. I was like, uh, you are your father's child. Oh, my gosh. He's your child. Yeah. Mm. They all belong to you. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. They thought they were lost. Started uh, crying. Everyone started crying. No, Raya started crying. Did you cry? Anaya. Anaya cried? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so basically it's my life's mission to keep putting my family through this until they don't complain and they last at least seven miles. <laughs> Which will be hard because between Glenn and Raya with all their allergy issues with nature and Naya's asthma, 
Uzi, hopefully the older Uzi gets, the more like endurance he has. And then Theo's leg, I do, I did start to feel a little bit bad because I was like, maybe his leg is bothering him. But at the same time, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? His knee. Yeah. All right. What's the point? What's the point of going on a hike? It's good for our heart health, our lung health. I, I know, I know that. Our I, fitness. I know that. I know the value well, of going what on a hike. Saying? I'm just saying that, like, what is your deal with like finishing? Oh. Getting to the end. Because there's always something to see, a waterfall or a lake. Something. Like no. it's like that's the mission. That's why this hike exists. So we can get to that destination. It's a path that leads us yeah. to a destination. And if we go on the path and we don't end at the destination, then why? All right. Well, let me just tell everybody that we do have an event happening <laughs> April 22nd, Walk for Earth Day. You don't have to go the whole it's way. It's this weekend. Unlike, yes, it is this weekend. It, unlike my wife, you don't have to go all the way to the end. You don't have to see the waterfall. You don't have to see the lake, you know. Um, you can just say, hey, I want to walk one mile and I'm going to walk back, just like our family. <laughs> okay? um, walk for Earth Day. We are sponsoring this event. It is actually our event. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is really important to say because I think even some of our friends were like, oh, you guys are hosting it? Yeah, and I was it's like, like yeah. us, yeah. Our website, walkforearthday.com is our website. We own it. Sign up, pledge some steps, go walking. That's it. No donation. Yeah. Nothing Just pledge like that. some steps. And Get outside. Yeah. It's good for you. It's good for the earth. It's good for all of us. Yep. Walkforearthday.com. All right. And if you're like me, it's a good opportunity to um, get your family to understand that they're pledging some steps. So yeah, it's a good way to get them to commit. All right, y'all. Let's get into this email. This person said um, they need advice dealing with bitterness from betrayal. They are giving us names. A is the guy. J is the girl. Okay. All right. Hi, Glenn and Yvette. Hope you both are doing well. I've been a longtime supporter of the How Married Are You podcast and appreciate your authentic conversations about love, family, and marriage. My question for you both is how do you work through bitterness from a betrayal? Last year, I had worked with someone who I liked personally and romantically. Looking back, I was drawn to him due to our similar backgrounds, values, so I thought, and faith. Our work meetings would be over two hours long, and we would have very deep and intimate conversations. Aside from that, I thought he was a good friend and felt like I could confide in him, especially given we were the only black people in senior leadership. I felt my attraction growing towards him and decided to confess my feelings last March. We agreed that at the end of the day, we were professionals, and he said that if it was a different time or a different place, he would be interested in exploring that. Side note, I had also been job hunting before he joined the organization due to me feeling extremely burnt out, which he knew about. Back to the story. August rolled around and I decided to quit my job without another lined up due to the overwhelming stress and my decision to follow the Lord's instructions. I had asked A if he could have a conversation because I felt like I was getting mixed signals. I'm sorry, if we could have a conversation because I felt like I was getting mixed signals. And he was very distant. For example, the job had a good buy party. He showed up late, didn't say hi, and left early. On my last day of work, I told him how I enjoyed working with him, and he said, take it easy. Mm. That same afternoon, we had the conversation. 
I wanted to have it in person, but we had it on the phone. I told him that I felt he had led me on. He said that he didn't agree and said he never gave an indication he was interested and that he never commented on my appearance. He was definitely checking me out or took me out. Mind you, he was my boss. Throughout the whole conversation, he was very rude, laughing when I was expressing my feelings and being very vulnerable. When I told him that I wanted to talk about us, he said, what us are you talking about? Did something happen that I wasn't aware of? I felt gaslit, embarrassed and angry. My response was, I told him that I liked him and he should, I'm so sorry. My response was, I told him that I liked him and he should have been straight up if he didn't feel that way. Instead of saying beforehand that he would be interested in exploring something if the circumstances were different. He also revealed that he had been in a relationship with someone for six months. Let I me do it. the math. Let me do the math. Okay, so March to August. That's three to eight. Oh, that's five months. So, mm. um, where is it at? Uh-oh. Okay. At that point, I felt even more embarrassed and pissed because in the entire time we were getting close, I never heard about that. And I felt deceived. I asked him why he didn't mention it before, and he said he felt that he didn't need to, to which I hung up the phone because he lacked integrity as a Christian man. I didn't like the way that conversation ended, so I apologized a month later. He didn't admit his wrongdoing, and after I said my piece, he ghosted. I've liked people who didn't reciprocate the same feelings. It sucks, but you take it on the chin and you move on. It's been extremely hard in this situation because I felt he had no remorse and I didn't like the way he spoke to me on the phone. Even if he didn't like me romantically, I would have hoped as a friend he would have respected me enough to tell me the truth. It's been almost a year and I still feel angry and sad about it. I prayed, went to therapy, sought counsel from friends and family, but I keep, it keeps replaying in my mind. I'm finding the lie that men can't be trusted, and it's been encouraging to see godly men like Glenn and other Christian influencers serve as a counter narrative. I also revisited my husband list and realized the next that next time I need to guard my heart more and be prayerful. I added a green I added a green flag section to focus on people I want to have friendships and partnerships with, such as those who can validate feelings, admit fault, and know how to apologize properly and exhibit high empathy for themselves and others. Do you have any advice on how to navigate this season? Thank you. I was going to say I think he's married. Mm. That sounds like a married dude who's like, what are you doing? I'm getting close to you. Why are you doing, why did your eyebrows just shiver like that? I was trying to figure out. I know you're sneezing and coughing and I was wondering why you're getting closer to me. I'm not sick. I'm not contagious. Okay. I love you. I'm just saying. You were getting closer, and I was like, we we're already close. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, look how close we are. I love you. Do you? Mm -hmm. When you get too close to me, I can't see you. You're blind. <sighs> Last week, I was out of shape. This week, <laughs> I'm blind. Um, I love you. <laughs> so I was going to say that dude was married. You know what I'm saying? I think the relationship was way more significant than he made it seem. Mm -hmm. And I think in the beginning when she kind of confessed her feelings and he said, ah, if this was a different situation, I probably would see us going different. You know, mm -hmm. the, the relationship he was in was probably newer. Mm -hmm. And so he wasn't as committed as he is now, mm -hmm. you know. And he probably was thinking 
I don't know, man. Some guys are just you. I know a lot of guys. You just look at me like, yo, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, bro? That sounds stupid. And even I've been the dumb one. I've been the stupid guy there before, leading a girl on and just being too friendly. You know what I'm saying? Not in our relationship. Oh, okay. Just making sure. I was. Just, I'm glad you validated that. Oh, okay. My husband is that guy. A lot of women like him. Shut up. That is not true. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> don't do that. What are you doing? You're so <laughs> weird, man. I'm just saying I've been a dummy. Okay. I was trying to admit to being dummy. I'm not a suave, charming person. Yes, you are. I'm not. You are. I'm very not. Mm. So, you know, so anyway, like I was saying, mm -hmm. I think this guy is emotionally impure. Mm. Mm. You know, um, he doesn't have very good boundaries. Mm -hmm. But I want to say to this young lady, I think she's doing an amazing job navigating mm -hmm. the season. Yeah. Um, you're learning from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. I think... Um, sometimes, and this is a generalization, and I don't mean to generalize, but I, I, I don't know how else to say it, but I think sometimes, um, like my daughter, like women can over-romanticize situations. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? You got to give context to the listeners because some people may not know what happened with your daughter. Yeah, so Anaya had a crush on a boy. Has. Has a crush on a boy and was talking about him. And she was like, well, what if we get married? And she's six years old, y'all. And I just was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what if he's ugly? Are you going to marry him? She's like, I'll put makeup on him. <laughs> she said that? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she did. So. Oh, my goodness. And it's just like she over-romanticized it. And I think this young lady here thought about this guy way too much. Right? Mm, like yeah. I think she over romanticized this. Yeah, and I hope you didn't quit your job because of him. I, I you said you did it because the Lord had been telling you to do that, so that's good. But yeah, mm -hmm. I think you did everything in good standing. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I think dudes just be having a lot of options, and they just not that. Sometimes they're not. I don't know. Like I don't know. Mm. Um, I definitely think it was good for you to go back to your list. Um, and we also have a list that we offer to you guys. If you go to howmarriedareyoupodcast.com, you can find a list um, that we, or it's not a list, but it's a worksheet for you to work through in order to develop your own list for someone you're looking for um, in marriage, like to marry. And I applaud you for going back to your list because I think that is definitely a very, um, that's something you should always revisit, especially after you encounter guys like this. You know, integrity is a huge thing that you want to look for in a partner. And so I, I see you, fool. What are you doing? <laughs> Maturity is nice, too. I'm getting know? close to you. Oh, are you? Can mm -hmm. you see me? No, I don't like it when you do that. I, it's like I have to pick an eye, and I can't pick an eye. <laughs> and my eyes start going back and forth real fast. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting? I don't, I hate to get off topic, but I'm going to do it. 
we were um I was talking to she was actually one half of our mentor couple um when we were getting married and she was talking about how like you know I was just asking how are you guys doing da da da, da. and she was talking about how like when you get married or like when you're in a relationship with someone, you don't necessarily think about how you will age. You know, like Glenn's only two years older than me. And so I expect him to like age further than me. Like he's already got gray hairs and, you know, all the things. But <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you Fix just... it. Fix it. <laughs> I expect you to go downhill a lot faster than me really because you are older only, only by two years but at the same time i expect that we're both gonna be like you'll be a little ahead of me but i'm gonna be right behind you losing my vision and i think the way that i protect my peace i'm gonna last longer than me i may not outlive you but i'm definitely gonna not die to, like i'm not gonna die decrepit i really hope we die at the same time or i die before you because uh, I don't want to do it. That would be trash. But let me just tell you this. What? I protect my peace. Yes. Right. And I think that for any advice, because you said, do you have any advice on how to navigate this season? I definitely think protecting your peace is it. I think if someone is causing you like turmoil and making you wonder and all of that, that is not a sign of protecting your peace, you know? Yeah, and stop like reading between the lines mm -hmm. like just take him at his word mm -hmm. if this if because what, what he did right here he said if this was a different time a different situation right mm -hmm. i mean if this was a different universe <laughs> he'd be into it that's what the man said it yeah. wasn't like oh man if we didn't work together and we were different ages mm -hmm. you know he said if this was a different universe we would be together mm -hmm. possibly mm -hmm. but in this universe i got a girlfriend yeah right and you're my employee mm -hmm. you know and yeah you know what i'm saying like I don't think you were wrong for reading into this at all. I just mm -hmm. think you were hurt. But I, I really am kind of nervous by some of the things you said you about mean? when you were saying how men, she said all men are liars or men shouldn't be trusted. No, no, no. She So that's what she was asking about. She's like, I don't want to, I'm fighting the lie. She yeah. knows it's a lie. I'm fighting the lie that men, that men can't be trusted. And it's been... Ingrained. But all because of what? Ooh, your hands on my back. Touch me, baby. You're backless. <laughs> but all because of what, babe? Huh? All because of what? Men can't be trusted because... Because that fool let her on. He played with her heartstrings. He didn't really play with her heartstrings. I mean, he kept it real, but then, like, when she came back around, he didn't just, like, give it, make it a clean cut. He kind of, like, you know... Stitched at the or what's it called? Picked at the threads, you know, to make it all fall apart. You know what? He probably was low key interested in her, mm -hmm. and then when she quit, he was like, "All right, this is my way out. Let's just sever it here." Mm. Mm. No. Okay. I mean, that's a thought. I don't know, man. Guys be really confusing, and I think we be saying women are confusing, which they are, right? I think guys be really confusing too. They just be like, 
I don't even know. It's like they um they don't think fully sometimes. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing that face for? I was just thinking about like the one relationship or have. situationship I had in college. Call it what it is. It was a relationship. It was a situation. Grow up. I am grown. It was a situationship. We were not in a committed relationship. But yeah. So dumb. Ugh. Yeah. But women be doing that too though, because they'll be like dating men just to eat. <laughs> Y'all be doing that, man. Y'all be hungry and be like, let me Get call Tyrell. Drink. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> oh, you know, I wanna go see that new movie. Jerome, what you up to? <laughs> Don't lie to me. Don't act. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying all y'all be doing that, but I know some women who do that, and that we is their We do know some women who M-O. do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I ain't even going to put it out there, but I can put, I can spray it all the way out <laughs> there. But I ain't even going to put it out there like that. All right. Here we go. Let's go to the next email. Okay. Okay. We got another one? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Good morning. She's so cute. Look, I love it when you guys have your little pictures in the thing. Um, good morning, Yvette and Glenn. I just want to give you b- both a huge shout out and virtual hug from Dallas, Texas, where we, we should love, move. Love Dallas, Texas. We, do like we Dallas. love it. I can't tell you how much you have both helped me. In February 2021, I went through a divorce. <sighs> that is sad. It is very disappointing. I'm sorry. Um, I am still healing and recovering, and your podcast has helped to give me hope for love, marriage. Um. I'm still healing and recovering, and your podcast has helped give me hope for a loving marriage in the future when I feel like giving up the idea that authentic love is for me. As a 33-year-old single woman attempting to navigate the dating world, I feel like I have a le- I have a leg up this time around from listening to your podcast. As soon as I can afford to, I look forward to diving into your premarital advantage of course. Thank you for taking the time to make that for us. Please know that your hard work does not go unnoticed. Thank you for emphasizing the importance of therapy and doing the work to heal. Thank you for your authentic. I feel like this is, I feel like we wrote this to ourselves. Where's the question? I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, I like what she said. I am too a recovering people pleaser and gain so much insight. Okay. Glenn, thank you for your word pictures. I'll finish. Hold on. Wait, man. Don't do that. Jeez. Um, okay. She's encouraging us for the whole time. Guys, if you have YouTube, <laughs> go to YouTube now. No. <laughs> God. These faces I actually would this prefer... girl is making. She looks crazy right Jed, now. Jed, please zoom in on Glenn's face. Do not let no, the world no, see no, me no. like Show this. Show that. That Jed. was crazy. All right, listen. Um, no, I want to be encouraged. Words of affirmation babe, are my no, love babe. language. We, we can't do that the whole time. But we, we, we did re- read it. Yvette read it. So we are encouraged. How can I balance, question, how can I balance the longing for a loving relationship while still honoring God and not making love and relationships an idol? Ooh. Also, how do, you, how do you feel that your guys' attachment style have showed up in your marriage? Attachment style. Hmm. Oh, okay. How can I balance the longing for a relationship while still honoring God and not making love in relationship? And I don't, okay. You want to go? 
I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I didn't have a response prepared. She's really encouraging. She get a lot. It, you you really encourage this girl. Thank you. I have so many friends in the wedding party. We should have like a. We should have a wedding party. All right, should we do? We should, we should have, have a wedding, wedding party. We should throw a wedding party. Would you guys come? Would you guys come? And where would you want it to be? Don't say Atlanta. God. I think they would want to come to California. Come to Cali. Come to or San Diego. Or we could go to Texas. Texas has always been good to us. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, let's vote. Let's throw up a vote. Where would you want to come to the wedding party if we threw a conference called the wedding party? Okay, let's go. Um, how can I balance the longing for a loving relationship while still honoring God and not making loving relationships an idol? Okay. I have a really simple answer for I this. I feel like there is a simple answer too. What is your answer? Let's go. One, two, three. God's so- timing. <laughs> Focusing on what? I was just going to say continuing to do the work, you know, like drawing nearer to the Lord and learning yourself and, you know, different things about yourself, healing your inner child and God's timing. Everything will work out. Uh, Okay. So I understand what she's saying here. How can I balance the longing for love and relationship? So I feel like everybody... Some people are like hopeless romantics. Like they see other people in love and it's just like, oh, I want that. Right? You know but what, what are we really seeing? Right? Just seeing this. Watching this right here. Oh. Two people just together, you know, seemingly enjoying life, having multiple kids. <laughs> seemingly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what it is, babe. No, Tell no, no. It is. You know what I'm saying. I do know what you're right? saying. I love you. Love you too. And so I'm just saying that. There's a longing for something that they don't have. But I remember all my friends were married at one point. And I was hanging around. It was me, Mikel, and James, just single out here, like struggling. Kept getting friend zoned. You know what I'm saying? And then I got to the point where I was just like, you know what, Lord? I am tired of this. Like... I make bad decisions. I don't want to make any more of these decisions where I keep getting my heart broken. So I'm going to do what I got to do. And if you want me to be married, send her. And if she's not the one, get it away. And I don't want to be confused. And it just was like that was my prayer. But it wasn't like I I wasn't talking like that to God, but it was just like that. It was like I was just fed up of like trying to force these relationships and being heartbroken, you know. Um, and that's how I really became, and it was just kind of like, I had all these like kind of superficial, um, like desires, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, yo, you know, I don't want to Blake date this type of person. I don't want to date this type. I had all these like no's, like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And, you know, I was just kind of like, you know what, Lord, I couldn't choose one good if I knew she, I I had no choice. Mm. Like, well, whoever I chose is a bad idea. So whatever you got for me, I don't care what she looked like. I don't care what all these preferences. I just was like, I don't care. You know mm. what I'm saying? I just want someone who's going to treat me right. And that was it. You know, um, it was I wasn't trying to force it. And that's when I stopped making relationships and love and idol. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's when I just was like, God, it's in your hands. This is not about me making the right decision or me choosing the right person. It's about who you want me to become and who you want me to be with 
on becoming that person. I feel like that's when you came along as well. I feel like I finally had gotten to a place where it was like, okay, Lord, it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just me and you. We are going to um, do our thing. I'm going to draw closer to you. And I finally like got into a place where I was content in my singlehood. And that is when you kind of came along. Yeah. But that's why I was going to say just focus on your relationship with the Lord um, and just becoming like a better version of yourself. I think that it goes much further than we give ourselves credit for. Um, um, Yeah. How can I balance? Balance longing and honoring God. I think you don't balance those two. You honor, like, it's a, and then. Mm-hmm. You honor God. And then he gives you the right people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think, too, it's okay to be honest with the Lord about, like, Lord, I really want to be married. <laughs> like, I really desire to be in a loving relationship. Um, and help remove this, like, help this not become an idol for me but help it also to be like a reality for me, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that is okay to like formulate a prayer to continually, like sometimes we like leave things at the feet of Jesus and then we pick them back up and we're like, oh, you know, I'm gonna take care of this real quick. But it's just sometimes you just might have to continually leave it at the feet of Jesus and be like, okay, Lord, whatever you have for me, this is for me. And then when you feel yourself picking it back up, leave it, put it back down. You know what I mean? Like just keep, returning it to the Lord. Um, I think he knows your heart. He knows your desire to honor him. And yeah. And really start to like pick up those lessons that you learned from your last relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? Like mar- divorce has to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I know people who've been through it, I, you know what I'm saying? It just sounds like just the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so learning those lessons, revisiting that, forgiving yourself or whatever that, whatever you may still be holding on to in that season, if you are, um, you know, and counting yourself free from that, you know. Um, but I, I think it's not a, like when you long for something, it's almost like you're fixed and your gaze is fixed onto something. And it's almost like you covet it. And I would just try not to do that because everybody in these relationships, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're all going through their own, like, full of their own lessons, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah. What How is this you, question? <laughs> I don't understand this question. How do you feel? What is your attachment style? Let's talk about, let's Google what attachment styles are. Yeah, I'm so sorry, sweetheart. I don't know how to answer this last question. How do you feel that your guys' attachment style has showed up in your marriage? Yeah, I don't know either. <clears throat> I mean, reading the attachment style, so it seems like there's... What says childhood attachment styles? I, but I'm assuming that it is something that shows up in your adulthood. But there's secure, which is warm and caring, trusting and forgiving, appropriate conflict, manages emotions well, honest and open. 
There's avoidant, emotionally distant, prefers individuality, doesn't depend on partner, avoids conflict, logical. There's anxious, insecure, fear of partner leaving, lacks personal boundaries. Damn. <laughs> when they're describing you. That sounds you. like me. <laughs> Oh, man. Always shifting moods, highly sensitive. Well, and then there's disorganized. Emotions are messy. Unresolved trauma surfaces often, often angered. Aggressive behavior lacks empathy. Well, I I, I would identify as anxious, unfortunately. Uh, Where would you be? Avoidant. That was what I was going to pin you as. Man. So I don't. Why, why are you asking us that question? You trying to take us somewhere, girl? <laughs> Where we how do our? How do you feel your guys' attachment style show have showed up in? I mean, to me, it looks like insecurity. You know, mm-hmm. um, emotionally dis, emotionally distant. Um, prefers individuality. Doesn't depend on partner. Do you feel like I depend on you? I feel like you want to depend on me, but you um, refuse to. Yeah, like, or you don't give me the tools I need to know how I can support you in a way that I don't even know. That's good insight. Um, so interesting. <laughs> I was very <laughs> <laughs> caught off guard by that. Um, your partner leaving, that's super big. You have a really big fear that I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. And not even because I did anything. No. Just because it's, I think. If, it's it, like for me, like I always prepare for worst case scenario, you know? So like which, I, which I don't leaving. like to be caught off guard. <laughs> like. That is like one thing I do not like. And so I just tell myself it could happen. Uh-huh. So I mean anything could happen. Brace yourself. Yeah. Um, but you're right, it's nothing that Glenn has done that makes me feel that way. I just I don't avoid conflict as much as I avoid I avoid I avoid everything. <laughs> like it's not that I'm trying to like I actually do avoid conflict, but the fact that I talk so much, it makes it seem like I don't. Mm. Like I express my, like when I'm upset about something, I usually say something. But actually, I probably, I didn't say something for a long time. So when I did say something, I meant it. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. Right. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not, it's not like I'm always like. Yeah. But when I am, I'm like, this is it. Yeah. And you're like, well, what about, and I'm like, "Mm -mm, I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. this is it. Um. Very logical. Very logical. Too logical, I would say. Uh, And you do, like, I don't know what they mean by when they say prefers individuality, but I remember when we did the Enneagram back in the day and you were like, wait a minute, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Nobody's like me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one. I really do believe I'm the only one like me. Still? Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and I can meet someone like very similar to me, but I'm just kind of like, but they don't got it all. <laughs> They're like 75% me. That's funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'm definitely highly sensitive. I am very insecure. Um, and you know what's interesting about the whole fear of partner leaving? I think it has to do with like some significant friendships that are no longer that I thought would be like lifelong. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was like there was no reason for that person no longer to be in my life. Like what happened? What did I do? How did I make them go away? It's always me. It's never them. It's something about me. You know? I would say that, and that's difficult for me because I've known, like, everybody I used to know, I still know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not like, like, even people that I'm not close with anymore, like, I still know where they're at, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I I don't know why you think I'm going to leave. That's not even proof of that in my own life. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? You're using that as an example. Like, it's nobody I left hanging. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm the one that get left. I'm the one that actually gets left. I feel. Are you thinking about your parents? Or are you thinking about your relationships? I don't see Both. who left you. Who left you? Okay. Well, um, thank you, friend bridesmaid for uh yeah she's sweetheart <laughs> letting us know about our attachment styles yeah Good now old. we have something to think about <laughs> being our nightmares <laughs> being our nightmares like yeah oh gosh um how married are you my love ah uh, how married am i um oh man what did i do for you recently oh yesterday i was soaking my feet and your jumpsuit, yellow jumpsuit, dipped in the water when I was soaking my feet in. And I dried it. I, I laid it out to dry. I didn't just toss it into the hamper. Does it smell like apple cider vinegar? Uh-uh. What does it smell like? Water. It was just water? Just water. You promise? Yeah. Where was apple cider vinegar? <laughs> it was in a different thing. <laughs> what? I hope it doesn't smell like apple cider vinegar. It that was sucks. And you didn't put it in the washing machine right away. <sighs> Babe, how married are you? I'm so married that I never set an expectation for you to join us on our walks every morning this week. Okay. <laughs> no? That's not a good one? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'll do another one. No, it's good. Why is that good? What do you mean? It's fine. Why is it fine? Because it is. I'm cool with that. You just want to get off this podcast. Uh-huh. Dang. And that's, that's just, just how married we are. Dang.